14 podcast. And honestly, here there's really nothing to talk about. There's uh quite literally nothing going on in uh Blue Jays land here. Hopefully we do another emergency pod this week uh with a with a transaction. I need a transaction bad. How are you doing, buddy? How are you feeling? I've been better. A little too banged up last night, but it's always my fault. So is your mic low again? I feel like your mic's low again. All right, I can change that as well, but um yeah, a little too banged up, but um, we're here. So went up north again. I know some people don't think that's northern Ontario, um, like Muskoka area. I think that's where we were. But uh, no, nice cottage. Met intellectual people in the group I was hanging out with. Uh, not I've met one of them before, and I met 10 strangers. And Is that awkward? I feel like that's awkward. I mean, obviously, with your personality, it's not awkward, but like, was it awkward at the beginning? Like, were you just kind of standing there or just fo- following your girlfriend? Or like, I mean, that's got to be the most awkward thing ever. Well, so, yeah, I don't do well in those situations, I don't think. So I just started boozing. Like, I just. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. right right in there, Miller Lite to the dome. Second Miller Lite before. And then we went hiking. It was a, it was a, not a long hike. I'm not a hiking fan. I don't yeah. enjoy it. But it was a nice little hike. Get out of the house. And then back to it uh yeah you know what i i did black out um first really have, yeah um so i i hope i kept it tight but wasn't no one was really too mad in the morning i was i was in bed early i know that which is good oh you pulled that move do you think the people there were like fucking emma's boyfriend got to bed so early what's <laughs> his problem i have no idea i have no idea um we'll have to find out some other time but i know uh we did get after it. A little cornhole, too. I'm a good fucking cornhole player. I'll say it. Is it was that your, like, uh, icebreaker thing with the people? It's like, I'm going to play a little bit of cornball here, get the people going a little bit, show them an athlete? Or, like, were yeah, you dusting I, people in that? I was fucking, like, direct hits. Not, like, I've, it was just good. And the bags didn't. So, usually when you play bags, they roll up the board, right? Because it's yeah. slippery. But because we were playing it outside, the bags were wet. So you just had to throw it on the board and it would stick. So it made it a little bit easier. Um, then you just fucking just toss those things through. Um, yeah. So, yeah. One of the guys knew gate 14 that the guy I got along with best was the guy who he played like golf throughout uh, school that he went to. And we knew a, a similar guy that I went to school at Newman with. So that was a good, nice little bonding experience. You love to hear that. You really do. That just fires me up. So it was a good weekend overall. Yeah, no, today was today was really tough. We we got back here. I tried to nap before hockey. Couldn't do it. Get to hockey. We got fucking dusted. I was like, what what am I doing here? And then came back and here we are. But yeah, the no sleep thing's tough. Yeah. You hate to I mean that's I, need, I mean that's my weekend you, every weekend. Was your night any good? Oh dude, Saturday. <laughs> so Alto Alto, I don't know if he just hasn't been inviting me out Friday or they don't go out Fridays anymore, but we don't floor it Friday. Like Friday, I stay in, kind of play Fortnite, and then Saturday we've been going out. Uh, I guess, like in my mind, I'm like, all right, I don't go Friday. I might as well floor it Saturday and get after it. But what a crew we have there, man! I mean, obviously, like Alto, Jonah, Curtis, they put on a fucking show. So for, you, for those of you that don't know, we uh, we went to this, we went to the MK concert at History. By the way, well, it's a DJ. It's not a concert, right? A DJ. Sorry, I guess I, I call set. it a concert or a show. Yeah. But um. MK is fucking incredible. I'm going to put all of our listeners on MK. Listen to the song 17, okay? That's that's the homework for our listeners. Listen to the song 17 by MK. Just an absolute banger. But we had a crew, man. We, we got a crew down there tonight. I mean, you got the fucking... I mean, you got uh, Emma, Natalie, Liv, Haley, <laughs> fucking Mikey, the boys, Bree. I mean, we were... That's a crew. And when, when that crew goes out together, we're doing it again next week for Mikey's birthday... It is just an absolute idiot zone. Just the greatest yeah. times ever. And then when, when and the day after, you just kind of talk it over with each other and just relive the relive the night. Um, but MK, like that was kind of like my first EDM type of show. I've never been to one before, and it was just absolutely fucking incredible. That's maybe <laughs> why I think MK is so good now. But he has some bangers like Rhyme Dust. I re- I recorded on my phone, thank God, so I can kind of relive it later. But um, it was just like it was incredible. And obviously, we had like. We didn't know what time he was going on. Oh, so fuck. we went to the concert at like 8 30. 
eight thirty. We got there and there was literally like a hundred people there. There's like young Choppa playing or something like that. I don't even know what the fuck it was. And this guy was ah, he was just ass. No, no disrespect to young Choppa, whatever the fuck his name is. I, hopefully, I'm getting that wrong, so I'm not chirping him. But just terrible. And then when MK came on, it just started getting packed. I saw my high school buddies there. I was just fucking having a good time with them. They're big ravers. Um, but yeah, no, dude, MK has tracks. But the, the the craziest thing was the end of the concert, like, you know how they do like an encore type of thing. So he played a song and then just went down into the crowd and started taking selfies with everyone. Like, oh. and I wasn't like fathom, like, I, I wasn't understanding where he was. was. Like, where the fuck is this guy? And I just <laughs> see him on the railing, just taking selfies with everyone. It was how wild. Long, but... How long was he on for? Oh, uh, he got on at 12. So we're like I said, we're there for three and a half no hours. Way. We're there for three and a half hours before he actually got on. Like we could have went to like a bar and then left the bar at 1130 and went there and we still would have made it. We got there so early and uh, he came on at 12. And I'm telling you, man, like you don't realize how many songs he has. And obviously I cheated. I played one of his sets at Glastonbury, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah. Um, before I went there, I was playing it all week. And I start. I knew a lot of his songs, but like you don't realize how many songs like you know that he has. So MK is a great artist. He really is. So and I'm he, looking forward to the mixing, next. Whatever. Was he mixing in some uh, some yeah. classics as well? Yeah, he was playing his class. I mean, honestly, all he has so many classics. Like he, I didn't realize he's 51 years old. So the listeners, <laughs> look at a picture of MK. He does not look 51. So at all. him and Tiesto, the old boys. Yeah, club yeah. Like, he was like one of like did. the first guy. I mean, he like I said, just great track. So it was a fun. It was a fun Saturday, man. I mean, um. We just went straight back to the condo after that and then just chilled there. But, like, obviously, it was, like, 130, 140 by the time we got back. So it didn't really make any sense. So, so we just kind of went back there and chilled and just were playing bangers. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a big, obviously, EDM concert guy. I don't like going to raves. But um, no, that I, one was electric. I really want to see Dom Dalla, though. Yeah. I don't One think guy I really like, want to see. Rave is the different thing because you listen to DJ sets every day. We're at work. I, yeah. I think you like it. I don't know why you say you don't like it. Well, no, I'm saying I would never go to a. I'm not really a big rave guy. I feel like I don't know, but like yeah, but that's uh, just that's just the type of uh, artist you go see. I think. Yeah, I like to go. Like I said, on the bucket list is like Dom Dalla, Fisher, uh, Chris Lake. Like I got to see those guys. Like I feel like Dom Dalla would put on a fucking clinic. Yeah. I, so I did. I did Swedish House Mafia at the ACC last year, and it that was scenes as well. And they're all, and they're just playing mostly their tracks too. Yeah, which is good, but we definitely we need to get into some of that for sure. So let's go into some Jay stuff, man. I mean, like I said, this is probably the least like I mean, by this time last year, Swanee was traded to the Jays, right? Yeah. Like we are we already had that at least to kind of talk about and just find make a shit ton of content out of it. Now it's like, what the fuck? There's nothing like Latigua just signed. I guess we could talk about that. A guy was like pretty good numbers last year and obviously Horwitz and Ernie and Davis talk about how good he is. So. That's a good one to kind of piggyback off of, but there's I mean, really nothing. Like, yeah, that's, I, a, I, that's a minor league signing. That's not. Yeah, uh, it doesn't move the needle at all for me. Oh, hey, Otani. But yeah. speaking about prospects, I want to talk about this. Why the fuck? There is nothing that pisses me off more on this planet than prospect huggers. And maybe you could talk me out of this thing, but like I'm seeing even, I'm not even Jay's Twitter specifically, but like the Yankees Twitter, like all type of stuff. It's like, we could trade for Juan Soto, but I don't want to give up this guy. I don't want to give up Roden. I don't want to get. If Roden turns into half as much as Juan Soto is, he's fuck a superstar. Like, why are we? Why are we prospect hugging for guys that are actually good major league baseball players? Like, why do we do that? Why do people do that? Uh, I think it's <laughs> it has to do something with hope for shitty baseball teams, right? But we're not a shitty baseball. Okay, Hundred percent. I guess. No, 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 no. You're definitely right. Like that's what I think it's why people do it and love prospects because the thought of them turning into the homegrown talent who becomes Juan Soto is nice for that. But again, I'm on the other side. You develop and you draft great players to trade them for major league talent, proven major league talent when you can compete. Um, so obviously, like the Orioles are are an example of it, right? They drafted a thousand white dudes who all look the same and are great. But now you can trade those. They have a surplus of bats um, coming up that need major league talent, like Kobe Mayo, all those type of guys. They can trade them. They need pitching, right? So yeah. I, you can you've drafted all these guys, developed them really well. Now you can move on from them. I'm not a I'm not a prospect hugger in that way, but it's I think it's fun to see people who you think are good. 
and it's like what he could be into. But this is um, my thing. When the Jays are in a competitive window, window like right now, like a win now window, why are we like saying Roden's going to be good in two years or someone's going to be good in two years? Like, I don't want to deal. I don't want to part ways with them. Like, who gives a fuck about two years? Like, let's worry about now. Like, they are in win now mode. Well, I right? think we're kind of dealing with this at a bad time because the discourse on Gabriel Moreno, right? Yeah. Kind of the one that but, people are people are going to hang their hats on for how however long. Unless Kirk goes, Kirk having a 140 way to runs created plus season next year is going to change that narrative all the way back. And Jano hitting 28 home runs, 30 home runs. But, like, I mean, these are the same people that were mad when the Jays traded Jordan Groshans, Simeon Woods Richardson, uh, Austin Martin. Where the fuck are those bums now? Yeah. Where, where are they? Because we, we had people mad about that shit. You can, if you want to bring up Moreno, let's bring up all the good the good trades Ross Atkins in this front office made uh, for, for red, MLB Ready Now talent, like fucking... Well, look at the Chapman trade, Jose, too. Jose Barrios, Chapman. The Chapman one is a good example as well. Like, it's just... I don't no, get I it. think Ross is good at his transactions. It feels like we haven't been fleeced in a while. So, I mean, that's all you can really ask for, right? You're you're not getting the shitty end of the stick every time you make a transaction. But it's the the Gabriel Moreno thing is going to have people's heads not thinking properly at any point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just good. Yeah. No, sure. you do for Juan Soto a generational player. It's a no-brainer. You can give up everything. I would, and and the people, like, and you know what's crazy is Juan Soto, I don't know if he's going to get traded. I'm not sure. I know they said that he's in the Padres' plans. If it, Whenever Juan Soto gets traded, if he does, you know that fan base is going to have a goddamn colossal meltdown about the prospects they gave up, even though they just got arguably a guy that's on a Hall of Fame historic run start to his career. Yep. And fans are going to be mad about that. It doesn't make sense. It's well, wild to me. You can't make people think rationally they're going to people are going to be mad no matter what you do so i i understand there the Juan Soto thing's pretty interesting because they should keep them try to extend them but again they're what they say they're short on money didn't they ask for a loan the padres Broke did? boys yeah just Broke trades, boys. trade xander bogarts that yeah. contract's going to be bad in a couple of years i think no one's going to take that fucking contract i know bro. it's crazy no I one's taking that shit but another thing that I wanted to talk about is... Do you think they regret that signing now that the Juan Soto things come up? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Xander Bogart... I mean, actually, if you look at his numbers last year, Xander wasn't really that bad. Yeah, he definitely had a tough stretch to start, right? Tough stretch to start, but kind of decent second half. Um, another thing I want to talk about, uh, podcasting game ain't for everyone. It ain't for everyone. Uh, congratulations to John Gibbons, uh, bench coach, New York Mets. Another one bites the dust. Pump the bottle. We, lo we lost another soldier in war. Um, Miller Lite, you up, LMAO? You up, Miller Lite? Um, it's crazy. I, it's, I, I just I can't picture John Gibbons as a – I mean, he's a podcaster, right? That's like he you is. and I hopping behind a bench, right? 100%. Us, yeah, being the offensive coordinators. Give us the headsets. Uh, I'm happy he's gone. He went out on top, man. Gibby. People love Gibby. Like. They do. The way, and I'm not, I'm not chirping Gibby by any means. No, obviously. I think I dislike him now that he does podcasts. I love, I love Gibby. But this is no, this is person. my thing. Though. The way people talk about John Gibbons, you would think he was fucking Steve Kerr with the Toronto Blue Jay. Like they talk about John Gibbons, like this guy won four, four seasons, a hundred plus win games, just uh, unlimited ALCS appearances. This guy is a career 500 manager yep. or below. I think he might be below it or barely above it. Like people talk about him like he is the second coming of God. He also doesn't play the games. So I can't. It's true. Can't... I know. But obviously he was handed one of the greatest teams of all, like one of the greatest Blue Jays teams. <laughs> like that 2015, 2016, looking back on that lineup, he was handed a goddamn powerhouse. That yeah. second half well, of the season. I think he did a good job of staying out of the way. That's makes him good. That's why I'm managers come and go because i don't know how much they do that much anymore right yeah for sure yeah i mean so happy happy to see him see him go nl east they're gonna love gibby in new york they are gonna love him and you know I can't what wait to I, see him full uniform man 
I'll say this. Um, do you remember about, by the way, do you remember that take we had where we said like coaches that wear jerseys during games is like the dumbest fucking thing ever. And the internet just got so mad at us. I stand by that. I a million percent stand by that. That take. Remember how mad people got us? Like I was early gate 14. Like that was the OG gate 14 rider days. Like when we were like, why the fuck do coaches wear jerseys? Yeah. You said, you said something that they should wear suits. I said, it, I, yeah, I was like, it's the dumbest thing ever. And everyone's like, oh, well, 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 well they go on the field. All right, relax, pal. Um, but well, yeah, the, tra- the trainers go on the field too. Trainers go on the field, but yeah, I no, the, uh, I think it looks good. You put the sweater on, and it's a fine look. But I can only imagine being in Atlanta day game wearing full uniform. It's just like I would love to be in shorts right now. But congrats to Gibby, man. I mean, listen, the bench coach, in my opinion, unless you're Don Mattingly, <laughs> is the easiest position in baseball because you really don't get any of the blame, like at all, like you. You get none of it. It's either like, <laughs> no one's blaming fucking, I mean, unless you're Don Mattingly and all of Toronto Blue Jays land hates you, no one's really blaming you for shit. You're like, not wrong about that. I, I don't know what the responsibilities of. I guess they change it up based on what uh, position on the field they kind of take and coach as well, right? Because some of them do infield stuff. Yeah. All the other things. So, yeah, I don't really know the bench coach responsibilities. Maybe help in game with that. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time Gibby managed? How many years ago was that? Uh, 2016, I want to say. Oh, they t- 2017, I want to. I know there was a gap there when John Farrell was the manager of the Blue Jays. No, that, that was, was the before. year after. No, that, that was before. Are you sure that was before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, John Farrell wore the Black Jays jerseys, I'm pretty sure. Because then he was the Red Sox manager. So who, so who was after Gibby? Char- um... Am I losing my mind? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure, Avery? I know someone's fucking pissed right now, punching their steering wheel about this. When did Gibby's last manage? 2018. Yeah. Okay. Who managed the Blue Jays? Oh, Montoyo. Exactly. Yeah. How to be Montoyo? Okay, you're right. You're right. I fucked that up. But um, yeah. Yeah, John Carroll was like the Red Sox manager one of those years. Yeah, and then they won a World Series after they fired him. I want to say, Alex Cora. I don't know. Right, Fuck yeah. it. I, I'm not good with other team, uh, other yeah. team history. Sorry for everyone for that little segment there. Yeah, that was bad, but whatever. I, it's, it's off season. Our brain's in off season mode. All right, we're not locked in right now. But, um, yeah, congratulations, Gibby. Love to see that. Another guy. Um, imagine hiring Ron Ron Washington in the year 2023 to manage a baseball team. I saw that YJ suite. I just wanted to say it now. Um, that is kind of crazy. I think he has some of the coolest vibes of any baseball coach ever. Yeah, but do you think with the way the game's evolved that he's going to be a good manager? He's kind of getting he's kind of getting handed a cat shit team. I mean, Otani's not going to be back there, right? You like, think Otani? I'm almost thinking Otani might try and go back. You think so? Yeah, so I thought we were going to call this pot Otani to Toronto. <laughs> okay, he get. I don't know. I'm just. He's a Dodger, or he's an Angel. Okay. Like I can yeah, see him I, just being okay. I'll take a ton of money, and I like living in LA. I will be saying this though: the Otani stuff. I think Otani's agents are using the Toronto Blue Jays to to spike up the price for him by saying the Toronto Blue Jays are in on him because obviously the richest ownership group in baseball is Rogers, obviously, and I think they're using the Otani stuff to be like, "Wow, Blue Jays are in." That could be a little bit of a five hundred million dollar thing. I will say this though. And we talked about this last podcast when I was sick as fuck. I wanted to kind of um, piggyback what I was talking about and what we were talking about. You, it is the biggest non-thinking decision to sign Otani to five hundred million plus on the planet. I you maybe sell a, that in jerseys in two years, five hundred million. I, I have a take. Okay, let's hear it. I would sign him to a thirty-year contract. <laughs> so, how old is he now? It's like, Doesn't so matter. I, he won't. He won't play baseball for the end of it. He'll be done. But. I would sign him with a 30-year contract. Okay, he's I'm just, listening. He's just like, I'm I listening. Can't, he would never say no to it. Just a guaranteed, like 30 years, $700 million? Exactly. That would be very intriguing. Maybe it might have by, to be by a that time, more... maybe his future son could be in the league and you could kind of uh Yeah, if you give him the same name, as... he, he just takes his spot yes. on that contract. I wouldn't hate that. Little Shohei Otani Jr. Anything that comes from that guy's sperm is a fucking freak athlete 
So I, I'm I'm willing to take I'm willing to take over the the take on that as well. Hashtag, you wanna, oh, can you uh, share the Shohei hotel stories? Well, no, I'm not going to bring that up. That's awesome though. He just know just know Shohei Otani fucking rocks. He's just he, know Shohei Otani's one of us. Yes. Um, just take a look at Avery's hat. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the best man. I. I need him in Toronto so bad. I, and obviously, everyone's bringing up this, like, oh, my God, his OPS is like 1,100 at the Rogers Center. I need more of that. Keep bringing up those stats to him. How do you pitch? Okay, let's make a pitch here to Shohei Otani. Yeah. All right, we're Ross Atkins. They took the meeting. I say you bring Yusei into the meeting. <laughs> Just Yusei, PJ Yusei in. Bring him in in the meeting, and Yusei it's just like, Ross isn't even there. It's just you say in the room. Just you say. <laughs> Otani comes for his meeting. It's Otani and his agents, and you say is there presenting the slideshow that Ross Atkins made, <laughs> like a group project to Shohei Otani. What if he doesn't like some of the stuff that's on there? You think you think Ross would trust Shohei with his or trust you say with his job? I would. I would. And you say like we talk about everyone, every guy that has come on this podcast talks about how much they love you say Kikuchi. He would be a great, I mean, he's apparently a great locker room guy, funny dude. He'd probably say some offside jokes to Otani, like, all right, I love this motherfucker. I'm all in on this motherfucker. I would love it. Maybe bring in uh, the translator, our guy, to just step in there as well. Yeah. Um, and go from there. But now we're not gonna need we're not gonna need him because you say we'll do the translation yeah but just it just the more japanese people in there the better you know like just make them feel comfortable you think there's a good japanese restaurant in toronto yeah maybe bring them there or like bring takeout there is there i'm gonna search that what's the best here no free ads but best japanese restaurant toronto let's see this one take them to miku toronto 10 bay street that's apparently it's a four and a half stars you take shohei there the top review, one of the best Japanese that I have ever been to in Toronto. Yep. So we take him to Miku. Start the hashtag. Hashtag take Shohei to Miku. I'm I'm gonna have to go eat there. Like hashtag at, at take point. Shohei to Miku. That's the that's that's the hashtag we're starting this year, this offseason. We gotta get some talk here. I'm gonna tweet just saw just saw Shohei at Miku Toronto. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Shohei Otani here would be obviously like probably my favorite moment as a Toronto Blue Jays fan ever. That would be like, I'd immediately buy a jersey. Oh, like I, I, would, I would. I actually had fucking a jersey. If if Shohei Otani signed here, I'd fucking a jersey. Does Jose Barrios give up his number? Oh, Otani gives him a ten milli. Here, here's ten milli for your number. You got to do that in the show. You got to, you got to give a pro, give some sort of gift. To take the number. But Barrios, Barrios could take over like a little bit of a low key number, maybe. Like, let's get Barrios a, a different number and give it to Otani, but. Um, that would, oh my God, dude, I'm just thinking about, I know probably like 0.0% chance, 1% chance it happens, but I would just just like it to happen soon. I just like a transaction. I'm not going to get greedy. Well, we got Kent to Maeda. Yeah. Congratulations to Maeda, by the way, big deal. And I will say that that made Maeda who got 12 million, 12 million a year, Avery, I think it was, or something like that. So two by 12 million a year. That's making that Kikuchi contract look like fucking gas. So other teams, if you're listening to this. I'm not saying we want to trade you say, but that's a really good team friendly deal there on a one year, one year left on the contract. <laughs> yeah. Something to definitely take a stab at, take a look at. No, I don't. Yeah. See, I don't care what people sign for. Just get them on teams. Yeah. Who cares about the money. I won't be worried about it, but let's just start making things happen. Maybe it's the first domino a, a veteran righty like Kent Maeda makes everything happen. Yeah, and the next thing that we got to talk about, this is a little bit off topic. Actually, it's kind of on topic. Our friend, Dr. Internet, made a YouTube video. We will oh link it God. here. We got to link have... this in the description, Avery. We got to. I will. I will. He made a free agent prediction video that, we... honestly, hand up, I've probably watched 10 times, even though it's just the same thing and I know what's going to happen. I'm not going to spoil it for the people. Just watch it. Dr. Internet, tapping into the podcast game. Uh, YouTube the video. Editing like... is... The editing is so funny on you. Hear him clicking the fucking thing of the video. He just click next team, click next team. It's it's must watch. I, I almost think we have so little to talk about. My idea was we go through every free agent prediction. We just come up where we think someone's going to go. Okay, I don't want to one up Doc. All right, do you know the? Do you have it? Do you have the? 
Do you have Rather, a listed here? You think I don't have it pulled okay, up? You got it listed. Let's go. This is the gate 14 free agent prediction. Free agent Real prediction. Real though. Real though. All right. First one, should we say where Doc has them going? Yes. Because... Well, we'll say where Doc has Do you want to ruin the video, though? No, no, no. We can't say where Doc has them going. I don't okay. want to ruin the video. Stop what you're doing. Don't click out of this. Open a new tab. Watch Doc's video. And then listen to this. It is... I was listening to it. I didn't understand what was going to happen. And, and it, watching... it, it just goes show you his mind. He's just the brightest mind and the funniest dude of all time. I was, so, I I was, I was explaining it and... um like where the people were going and it's like, yeah, they can't all go there, but that's where <laughs> Doc has them going. Okay. So first one, Shohei Otani, he has Shohei Otani going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Johnny Junta's prediction for Shohei Otani. Um, he, I, I'm going to have to agree with Doc here. I, I know obviously it's a little bit uh, ironic, uh, ironic that he said that, but um, based on the rest of the video, but yeah, I think Otani goes to the Dodgers. Okay, we won't do the whole thing though. We'll do like five because it's, it's there's like the, the rest of those guys are nothing guys. Okay, like, we can do we can do twenty. Twenty is when they start to fall off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, Doctor he's a Internet, Yankee, has him going to the New York Yankees. He's a Yankee. He did. I think he's a Boston Red Sox. Really. He said he wants to play with Japanese players. Um, him and Yoshida are good pals, I believe. Okay. Or he's a St. Louis Cardinal. Those are my two okay. options. All right. Yeah. And you think he's a Yankee? Yeah, I think he's a Yankee. Um, so he has next Cody Berlinger. He spells it here in this video. <laughs> he has Cody Bellinger going to the New York Yankees. <laughs> I'm going to have to say I agree with him again. I know. Listen. Those first three guys, I I agreed with wholeheartedly in that video. Yeah. Um, there's the Korean player, I think, if they don't get Bellinger, they'll get yeah. instead. They say they like him, uh, Jungle Lee. Um, Cody Bellinger is going to be... Fuck. I don't even know. I almost... I almost think the Cubs pay him again. Okay. Yeah, I could see that if they miss out on Otani. Um... So the next one he had was Aaron Nola. He, Dr. Renna then describes that Aaron Nola has gone back to the Phillies. But if he wasn't a Philly, Doc says he was going to be a New York Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, Blake Snell. He has, okay. he has Blake Snell, I think, going to the Dodgers. <laughs> Staying out was going to the Dodgers, he said on the video. Um, yeah, uh, listen. Yeah, he has him going to the Dodgers. He Blake Snell is, I hate to say this because I actually don't, I don't really care about this team. I think he's going to go to the Cardinals. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. West Coast guy. Uh, they said they didn't want to spend, but after seeing him uh, waving the flag or whatever on Thanksgiving, uh, I think he's a Seattle Mariner. That I honestly. That would be wholesome for me. I, I'd enjoy that. I hate the Mariners, but seeing Blake Snell play for his hometown team, that would rock. Yep. I think it would be cool. They did say they're not going to spend, and they definitely don't have the money for Shohei. <laughs> He's not going to cost Shohei money, but yeah. still. Next, uh, Jordan Montgomery. Doc has Jordan Montgomery going to, I believe he has him going back to the New York Yankees. <laughs> um, I think Jordan Montgomery goes back to the Rangers. Me too. I like that. And by the way, underrated funny comment under this doc because uh, he tweeted it. Um, someone said, my favorite part is how it sounds like you're under your covers and your mom will walk in any second. And doc responds, I'm not allowed to do content creation until my room is clean. <laughs> oh, just a one in a million mind, that guy is. He really is. What's the next <laughs> right. one? Number seven, Matt Chapman, uh, California kid. He has him going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> I honestly, listen, as much as I kind of hate to say this, based off of watching his at-bats, I think he's going to come back to the Jays. agree with you. I think he is also. He he's is the best blue. option they could have. I, I love Davis. Obviously, he's our guy. Davis is more of a second baseman to me. I think I think he's going to come back to the Jays. I really do. I think so. That or the Mariners, I believe. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because the domino fell of them getting someone else. Didn't they have Luis? Oh fuck, who was it? Hano Suarez. No, they well they just dealt him. Yeah, they've traded. They, I mean, they they've kind of given. Who was the guy who just played? Uh, Luis Arias. Yeah, I think that's him. They said yeah. he's going to play third. All right, next, Sonny Gray. Doc has him going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> Sonny Gray. Hmm. He gives me Padres vibes. I was going to say the New York Mets. Mets? Okay. I mean, does he, he wants to go to a winner, I feel like. I know. I like it's like the care. worst possible fit, and I don't know why that came out of my mouth, but he's a New York Met. I think he's going to be a Padre. Okay. With, lose, with them losing Blake Snell, I think he's going to be a Padre. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Doc has Eduardo Rodriguez going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Again, like we'll do two more of these guys I don't give a fuck about. Um, Eddie Rodriguez. Uh, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Where, 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 where's your hat on that? I don't know. I think he's a Baltimore Oriole. Okay. Yeah, they need pitching. That's a Baltimore Oriole signing. A very cheap free agent that's not going to get that much money. Okay, yeah. I'll agree with you there. I think I think he's I think he's a Baltimore Oriole. That yeah, I think they got to sign some. They do have a good pitching prospect, Josh Hader. He has him going to the Phillies. I actually love that one. I love that one too. Yeah. Why did he go against the grain on this one? I forgot about that. That's I don't. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a he's a pretty obvious Philly now that I think about it. Yeah. Pretty good. He has yeah. next one. We'll get to twenty, Johnny. There's some good players here still. Um, I want to talk about Reese Hoskins. Um, he has Marcus Stroman. We're gonna let this video play out here. Marcus Stroman's gonna go to the Cleveland Guardians. That would be a very weird. It's team also assignment. a shitty fit because they have a ton of young up and coming arms. Yeah, he's an Oriole. Okay, Stroman's an Oriole. Uh, Jimer Candelario, Candyman, Mariner, Mariner. Okay, yeah. Like that third base opening. Some... I think that's maybe why. Obviously, that, that's why they made the move. They they're going to grab a third base guy. But yeah. I think he's going to be as a Yankee. Just to be uh, just to be clear here. Okay. He's he yeah he that that's actually not a bad pick either. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Mariners. Okay. I don't even. I haven't really thought about this one. Who needs third base help that much? But I'll take. I'll go with you on the Mariners on that one. Uh, Jung Ho Lee. He has him going to the Yankees, I believe. Yeah. I think he's a Yankee. Okay. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., he has him staying in state, going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that's not in state. I'm fucking dumb. West Coast. So. West Coast. Staying West Coast. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Let's do two Dodgers. more. I mean, this is terrible podcasting here. <laughs> Buddy, we have fucking nothing. I got tons of stuff to ready to go here on the docket. Really? Yeah. I'm having fun doing this. Uh, Lourdes. Yeah, Lucas Giolito's the next one. We're done here. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Garver, Kevin Kiermeyer, Jorge Soler. Reese Soler's Hoskins. a Blue Jay. Reese Hoskins is a Chicago Cub. Reese Hoskins is a Chicago Cub. That one I can get behind. I think, obviously, a, like a power bat, that's kind of a question mark coming back from a pretty bad injury last year. I would like him in Toronto personally. I think that'd be electric. I just based on the fact that the last highlight I've seen of him in a meaningful game was him bat spiking or like just playing in a World Series. I think that'd be electric. But yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. I think he's Chicago Cub. I think Chicago Cubs make a pretty decent amount of moves this offseason. I think so too. All right. Thank All right. you, Doc, to the video. That was that just brought a smile to my face. Yeah. Um, I we need Doc on here. Yeah, we need Doc on here, but he'll never come. Um so, anyways, the next thing I want to talk about is where are you at here with this Alec Manoa posting? He's posting absurd amount of workout videos. And in my mind, is he doing you're it accounting to find a for new something. Team? What? Is he doing it to try and find a new team? I think he's either doing that or doing that or doing it to start for us to start this discourse like, whoa, he's looking awfully fucking slim right now. He's looking, <laughs> is he gonna have a, is he gonna be a number two guy next year? Where are you at with this, man? Um he I will say this. I'm not going to give in to the propaganda, but he does look good. Okay? I, so I saw someone on Jay's Twitter posted four shots. Maybe hockey's all did it. Four pictures of Alec Manoa working out today. Yeah. And my first thought was, well, he looks good. Yeah. 
So um, not even throwing a baseball, not whatever. even throwing a baseball, but he looks incredible. hundred percent. It's yeah. We'll see if he gives up three home runs in the Rogers center in his first start back. He does look good. And I, I think all year I said the first thing to win back Jays fans will be Alec Manoa getting into really good shape to show that he cares about it. He can make tangible changes. The lifestyle can change a little bit. So he's doing what he has to do. He's a criminal poster. He's always loved posting. So I can't, can't knock him for it because the new, his new thing is just getting in great shape. Yeah. And I respect it. I respect his journey. I respect, and I'm not, we don't fat shame. I respect his journey. I hope he's doing all right, but he's going to have to win back a lot of people. A lot of people, um, especially I'm assuming in that locker room as well. Um, not even being there and during those playoff runs and stuff like that, or the playoff games and stuff like that. So I know Jan- Jano was in that fucking dugout grinding with the boys there. So same with Ernie. Um, but yeah, he's going to have to earn the trust back of a lot of those guys. And obviously another guy that's working out a shit ton. And I will say this. The workouts he's doing is like advanced, Vladdy. <laughs> I, and by the way, the other day I caught myself, I was bored, and I caught myself watching 2021 Vladdy highlights. Mm, that that is, that, I mean, that guy was insane. 2021 Vladdy was a fucking freak. So should we talk about how the Roger Center should take away outfield seats to make it more minor league park-ish to help Vladdy do better? That's that is something to discuss because and I will say this: those balls that this motherfucker hit in Buffalo and Dunedin, I mean those, those things just ne- those things never 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 landed. It just and the best thing is I think someone said I've probably said that in our group chat they should move the gardener or the move the stadium closer to the highway to mimic. Uh, Salem Field, so Vladdy gets the vibes back of feeling like it again because him hitting baseballs onto uh, the highway in Buffalo fucking rocked. Really, like, those, cool. videos, those videos are insane. I forget who he hit it against. There was one that came dangerously close to a car. I thought probably all of them. I mean, he the twenty twenty one Vladdy was. It's like that verbal meme of fucking Vince McMahon. He was special. He was special. And shout out to, I forgot who did this in the chat, Mike or someone in the chat or Spencer. Um, there is a home run, and hopefully Spencer tweets us out as tomorrow or t- whenever he listens to this podcast. There is a George Springer home run off of Luke Jackson and Dunedin. Oh. That is the furthest baseball I have ever seen hit in my life. This was after the Jays signed Springer, obviously. Um, wow. This guy, I mean, this uh, w- this this ball was sent to Mars. And Luke Jackson, friend of mine, humble brag again, not to be that guy, this ball was fucking annihilated. Like, all those home runs in the 2021 season the Blue Jays hit, maybe they're, like, not that far stat cast-wise or whatever, like, measurements-wise, but those things, all of them look 400 yards plus. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, 400 yards. Those are huge home runs. 400 but... feet. <laughs> I don't know why I said yards. I'm looking at the TV. 400 feet. Some of them all look 400, 400 feet. Incredible shit. Yeah, I I do think your idea of making cars closer to the field and a road that you can hit it onto gives them something to look for and try and hit it over there. Because hitting into the stands is like overrated. Like it's fuck, not I'm that hitting cool. it into people. Like or like I said, or put a car in center field. That's, That's the only way. San Francisco water. That's cool. Yeah, you want to hit it there. You know, like there's there's an initiative. There's like. We got maybe a splash zone. Oh, I'm think I got something good too. Um, what was it? The uh, Jeep in center field they used to have, like hit it here, hit the yeah. Jeep. There should be a hit it here for the whole outfield, so the yes. Blue Jays players know. Okay, I can't fuck around here with some ground balls. Hit it here for home runs. Yeah, hey, listen, it's a, there's tons some of, things some of them might be up. visual learners. The- are the Blue Jays visual learners? That's something that we got to bring. I I don't know. I've never asked Jano. Maybe I know Jano's not. That guy fucking launches no matter what the philosophy <laughs> is on that. But is Vladdy a visual learner? I don't know. Maybe Vladdy is. I mean, yeah. Vladdy, so maybe on the Vladdy's... Jumbotron, worst case scenario, just a arrow down, hit the ball here. Or the Jumbotron, you put on the Jumbotron, the Buffalo left field. Genius. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it's like they're in, they're like in VR pretty much. Yes. It's like you're, it's like you're, yeah, that's, that's the only way you fix this club. When Vladdy's up to bat, you put the Buffalo left field live camera 
of the cars just going back in the net. So Vladdy's like, oh, I'm back in Buffalo. I'm going to hit fucking 390 with 400 home runs again. That's what I'm going to do. That's how you fix Vladdy. We just fixed, fixed Vladdy. I'm going to clip this, post this tomorrow. That's how you get Vladdy back to his 2021 self. That's, that's the only way. Sometimes you come up with a thought, and that that one felt really good. Johnny, that was a good thought. Out. Virtual reality thought. But, yeah, so congrats, uh, not congratulations, but Manoa, listen, go take it in February, man. Let's go fucking take it. Let's go take a spot. Why not yeah. you? Um, yeah, I think... let's see that. Another thing, I dog-walked Chris Bassett on Saturday. Uh, wouldn't answer my FaceTimes because he was fucking pissed. I'll show you that. Uh, he's just – he's the man. Uh, made a big bet. Obviously, I was – Sweating it out a little bit, man. I mean, $500 charity. I'm not Wilner. I don't hate charity, so I will was going to donate it, obviously. Um, so for for those of you that don't know, obviously, pretty sure everyone knows. If, if Michigan won on Saturday, Chris Bassett was sending me a game-worn jersey, which is, he is going to do. And if they lost, I would donate $500 to the Chris Bassett Pitching Foundation um, or whatever. I think that's what it's called. Um, so obviously, Michigan won. Dramatic fashion. Credit to me. Congratulations to me. Um, and Chris Bassett sending me a game worn jersey. So I'm pumped for that. I'll have it right behind me here with all the other ones. Maybe I'll bring it to Spadina, put on the wall on Spadina no, with all the other you, ones. You should keep one for yourself, brother. Yeah, I'll keep I'll, I'll keep one for myself. But uh yeah, shout out to Seabass, man. What a guy. We've gone pretty close on this offseason, man. He's uh he's a one in a million guy. He really is. Just one of the guys. So happy to have him here. Happy to fucking have him here. The next story, the next thing. All right, so what I wanted to talk about. Christmas coming up. Christmas wish list, David. And by the way, our Christmas album hopefully is it's scheduled to drop on Friday. <laughs> As of right now, it is, but I think it's going to be on SoundCloud 100% on Friday, I believe. I don't know if it's going to be on streaming services yet. It takes a little bit to process it. Um, but what is your Christmas wish list for this Toronto Blue Jays for next year? Players-wise, vibes-wise, like what is your wish list? Oh. I, I will do three things each. Okay. Well, like – Vibes is the perfect place to start. I want to watch fun baseball. I don't know what's going to do it. I would like to enjoy watching the Toronto Blue Jays in 2024. I don't want to feel get back from work. Got to grind all day to see the Blue Jays score three runs uh, and win three two. Winning's great. I would like to see fun baseball. Enjoy have like the 2021 aura back. Hitting the ball out of the park. That's what I'm wishing I for. I love that team so much, man. That 2021 team. Just special. I'll say this. My so that, that's your first wish. My first wish is Vladdy back. We just talked about him. Watching the Blue Jays, and it kind of goes into what you were saying, I guess technically, but watching the Blue Jays is so much more fun when Vladdy fucking rocks. Like when Vladdy is just, you know what I'm talking about, that middle, yeah. middle pitch that he always hits way over the left field fence and he just knows he got a hold of it. That's, that's, that's on my wish list. Vladdy being back. Okay. That, that's, that, that for me is something I need bad. Okay. Number two for me, big dick Rick, piece of the rotation. Wow. You say he gets that in spring training? Nope. But it's <laughs> on my wish list. I love that. BDR. By the way, we have uh, a graphic, BDR graphics made. Shirt's going to hit like crack. Yeah. Um, The shirt's going to go crazy. Um, But, yeah, shout out, shout out Ricky T. Hope he takes a spot. Fall League uh, Pitcher of the Year. People forget that. Um, My second wish list is uh, the bullpen return like it was last year. Like, shut down, locked in, guaranteed fucking pretty much zeros for the rest of the game. And like you said, I mean, the offensive aura. If the offensive aura is back where they're buzzing and just launching, imagine that paired with this bullpen. It would just be – it'd be the greatest team ever. The greatest team ever. Johnny, Absolutely it'd incredible. It'd be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. My third wish, great City Connect uniforms. Is that this year? believe it could be this year. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a good wish list item right there. That's a good last one. Um, if you get a good City Connect jersey, seeing people wearing it around the yard, uh, I love uniforms, so you get a new yeah. one. I'm starting to see what the design one. is going to be. It's going to be a, probably a weird design, maybe. I don't know if they're probably going to fuck it up. We're we need something to complain about this off. I have, z- I have zero faith in them making them yeah, good. Yeah, me neither. I have literally none. Um, but uh, 
just can we get something good maybe this all oh my god justin herbert fumble again uh yeah i can we just get like i just want something to complain about like with the jays lack of news the least they could give us right now let's fucking drop a city connect on our head right now why yep. not let's make that a transaction i'll count that as a transaction well you know, you know what it's actually should be what just the japan jerseys for shohei okay yeah new city connect release and this is the Japan jersey. Yep. I'd <laughs> fucking yeah, that'd be electric. That'd be absolutely electric. That's a that's a that's a that's a good one there, Avery. My last one is the Jays just start pulling baseballs and launching baseballs again. I guess it's kind of what you kind of wished for. So all those dumb fucks on Twitter who think that they're in the hitting coach meetings uh, can look really fucking dumb. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. I mean, you forget that Guillermo was the hitting coach in 2021, right? No, I yeah, like just they just won't bring that up, which is fine. I don't care. Um, but yeah, that's our wish list. That's a good segment. I'm happy we did that. I brought that up. I thought about that. I was like, I, we need to do a little bit of a wish list here. And those are three good things. If someone wants to make a graphic for us on that, we'll tweet it and we'll see. We'll get people uh, what their wish list ideas are. But the next thing I wanted to talk about is uh, there's another Jay's podcast. Um, I won't name them, but why this guy has to get roasted. This is the Charlie Montoya moment of the week. I know we did that a long time ago. That was a funny <laughs> segment we did. Uh, he said the Toronto Blue Jays, as they're constructed right now. Oh, Dick Griffin, man. Are a <laughs> Dick Griffin. Are a 72-win baseball team. In what fucking world is this team, this bullpen, this pitching staff, a 72-win baseball team as constructed right now? What are you talking about? Like, Let's go into comparisons for this year. Like, uh, let's go. I, I don't know if I can. Well, pull you have him. to. So, let's try and think of his old brain, what he was thinking. Kiermaier's okay. gone. Belt's gone. Chapman's gone. War wise, how many wins are they losing there? That's got to be what six, seven wins. Um, maybe that's where his mind was going. But again, you're. You'd think the replacements would be decently solid. If you just took the guys off the bench, maybe that way, but the team's still better than that. No, but you're still you're you're filling in these guys with like Ernie Clement, who was good last year, David Schneider, who was good last year, Horowitz, who was good last year. And then you have the minor league guys coming up, like Barger, like they're not as like saying that, comparing the Jays, saying the Jays are a 72 win team. You are comparing them to the 2023 Washington Nationals. Yeah. That's, no, that's what you're crazy. saying this team is, which is not even in the same stratosphere with this pitching. That pitching alone wins you 82 games minimum. Minimum. And we saw it last year. We didn't have an offense last year, and the Jays won 90 games or 89 games. So how could you say 72-win team? Yeah, you have, to, you have to lose 17 more games. With that pitching staff, it's impossible. It's physically fucking impossible. If they win less than 72 games... Oh. This podcast will be just like a rom-com pod or like a hate the Yankees podcast, which would be fun too. which would be fun. But yeah, no, that's 72 wins. Come on, man. That's just clickbaiting. I'm tired of. And I guess we know that now because we're in the business, stuff like that, like just saying shit just to say shit on on unironically, by the way, like if we said that, that'd be an uh, ironic joke of a comment to say that seriously and stand by that take. You should be you should be examined because that's not even. 72 wins, dude. 72 and 90. You're saying this pitching staff would get you. And this lineup would get you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that Shut is up. crazy. Yeah. So dumb. I would love to. Did he walk it back at all on Twitter? No. Stood by it. And I'll, I'll, I'll tip my cap. When you stand by your guns, you stand by your guns. So I respect it. But uh, yeah, just wild. Absolutely wild. Wild stuff from Dick Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> With the grainy camera quality, yeah. With the tweet, tweet. <laughs> Dick Griffin used to coach the Oakville, Oakville Junior team, I think. Yeah, I hit a home run in Oakville, or maybe he goes someone else. He hit. I hit a home run. I miss first base, uh, and Dick Griffin starts bitching to the umps. I get called out. So ever since then, I, me and him just yell at each other when we would play. Not a little fun. bit of beef there. I hate that guy. Moonball yeah. too. Just forgot to touch first base. Well, that's kind of on you, but whatever. I'm not gonna bring <laughs> that up. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely fault. not gonna bring that up. Uh, I'm definitely not gonna bring that up. I mean, how do you miss first base? That's fucking idiotic type shit. But whatever, Avery. That's on you. Got to be better there. Hand up. But uh, yeah, I mean, listen. There's not that much fucking more to talk about besides the fact that we got our Christmas album coming out. 
814 awards. I think we're going to record in two weeks. I have it scheduled. I have it planned to kind of do that in like two weeks, something like that, two and a half weeks. I want to get it out there in the new year. That'll be kind of like a new year thing for us. Yep. Um, or maybe end of December, kind of end it off there. Maybe a Christmas gift for the people, you know? That would be nice. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll, we'll drop it for the Christmas uh, crowd. Get that going um, and stuff like that. And it's almost your birthday month, Avery. Yeah, almost my birthday month. Almost your birthday month, December 16th. I know, it's going to be 26, man. 26 years old. I can't believe uh, December birthday sucks. I love my December birthday. I got a question as well for our married crowd out there. Um, <laughs> so if you're who's, married Who's going to answer this? We have tons of married listeners. Did you know? Oh, we have like we have like grown you know, men. I know, I know. It's like, why are you saying it here? Okay, this is a Christmas question. Okay, so okay. I was talking about this with my buddies in the locker room that I the live stream that I go on Sunday nights. He was gonna get his wife. Um, Sean was gonna get his wife just like money gift. Like we were joking around with it. You can't do that, right? Like, how, don't most married people share bank accounts? So if you're gifting your wife money, you're pretty much just giving her money out of your joint account am i wrong with that avery how does that make sense no that does sound exactly what would happen <laughs> like I, I feel like that just eliminates the purpose from it right well maybe maybe they've been saving so well where they uh, budget things for every week and they don't have a spending budget at all like a little one so maybe the money gift is hey go spend this on yourself instead of using it for something okay i'm glad we figured that out I'm glad we have that all figured out. Love, so. love the idea of a money gift when you share a bank account, though. That shit. Yeah, rocks. that's hilarious. You're just like <laughs> withdrawing and giving money right back to your fucking self. That would be funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, one to hear. I mean, there's really like, hopefully there's an emergency pod later this week. I, I doubt it with this fucking. The, yeah, the Boba shit stuff has gone away when people realize how stupid it was, I think. Yeah, I'm happy we've uh, moved forward and moved past it. Uh, but yeah. Like, as always, man, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Gate 14 forever. What a, I mean, I'm not going to say what a week is fucking nothing. Stay strong, Blue Jays Nation. A transaction will be coming soon, okay? Promise. Transaction will be coming soon. Love you guys. Gate 14 forever. Let's have ourselves a week, one week closer to the 2024 MLB season.